0: What's the most charming city in the world? If you haven't been to Bath, England, then you may not want to cast your vote just yet. You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with Wanderlust.
1: Welcome to Travel FOMO. I'm Jamin Houghton, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Hillary. Hello. Thanks for joining us for our second episode in the Across the Pond season If you enjoyed the first episode, take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe to the Travel FOMO podcast from wherever you listen.
0: That's right. And this week, we are taking you to Bath, England. And there's really just one word that keeps popping up in my head whenever I think of this place. And I hear you say the same thing, Jamin. This place is so charming. Oh,
1: it's amazing. It's so amazing.
0: So charming. And it's really easy to access from London, which is also a huge perk for people traveling to England. Love it. Love it.
1: Yeah, it's I think someone described it to me as like, what americans think of when they think of the hamptons and how new yorkers go out to the hamptons yeah. to haul it like to vacation and yeah. stuff like that i think that's the way londoners are with bath like it's where you go mm-hmm. to you're out in the country a little bit and there's the spas and it's just it's just cool and it has everything you want super charming just this little village but is a is a great place to be
0: yeah it's quaint charming um almost polite um you yeah. know it's uh, it's got all it's great yeah
1: yeah and those like those places that are built for that have that kind of feel of there's not anybody rushing to make a business deal right. or like needing to get this done or this or that like everybody's there with that mindset of like yeah yeah We're here to relax and Mm -hmm. soak it in and enjoy it and let it be a charming, sleepy little village that... It's a great place to hang out. In.
0: Everyone seems to be on holiday. And so everyone's happy to be there.
1: Yeah, that's you're exactly right. Everybody's happy to be there.
0: Yeah. And it's really, um, it is really accessible. It was like, what, 90 minutes by train?
1: Yeah. We took a train out of Paddington Station, which was super easy. Right. Like, we took the tube to Paddington. Um, it was the first time that I had been on a train like that. Like, mm-hmm. I have done a lot of like, you know, like the tube in London or other in, inner city rail systems. But the first time that I had taken like a train train from one place to another, and I was shocked at how easy it was. Yeah. I think I asked you at several points, like, this is it. Like, this is sure all. sure we're not
0: missing something? <laughs> right.
1: Like, we don't have to do anything else. Like, but you just walk on the train set your bag in the like where the luggage goes right? and sit back and, and enjoy it.
0: And we had our tickets on our phone, mm-hmm. literally in our Apple wallet on our phone. So all we did was just have our phone, you have to have it charged and live um, <laughs> yeah, in order helps. for someone to scan your ticket. But other than that, like that's the only real responsibility you have is just holding up your phone and letting someone scan it at some point when you're on the train. So
1: Yeah. And it, once you made it outside of the city, like, Just these beautiful rolling hills, like, green pastures with just little flocks of sheep and all the, like, exactly what you want from the English countryside. I got to see over that, all of that, like, looking over you asleep.
0: (laughs) And I think I was by the window, wasn't I? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I just, that just registered with me. (laughs) That's funny
1: but uh that that'll kind of be a theme in some upcoming episodes right. of like Hillary sleeps in transit but <laughs> um but no like the train ride was great and you like the train station is right like downtown in bath and like bath isn't a huge place like so it's very walkable yeah so once you get off the train Like you're not like you don't need to rent a car. You don't need to worry about buying a a rail pass for like I don't think there is an like there's no like intercity system. Um, There's a few buses that run around, but that's about it. And so everything's right there for you to just walk and experience and like walking around a great way to take in a place like that.
0: Yeah. And it's yeah, you're right. It's so charming. You do want to take advantage of the opportunity to walk it because that's great.
1: Yeah. And people are there for, primarily for the Roman baths, like that's,
0: yeah,
1: um, which are still intact. And there's a really cool museum that you can go check out um, around these thermal baths, like, which is why the Romans built a city there where Roman, um, not royalty, but like the upper echelon would go and have like have their holidays there and it has been a place like that since the Roman times
0: right it's literally yeah it's like Roman spa day basically yeah like which makes you feel even more posh when you come in because you're like um (laughs) I'm basically here with like the ancient Romans and royalty like having my spa day
1: (laughs) right yeah no it like it's so cool and and there's old Roman buildings still there Uh, Some of the most well-preserved Roman ruins um, in all of Europe, which is incredible, too. Like, you don't think, like, I'm going to go to England and see some Roman ruins, but, like, they're there, like, really well intact, really cool stuff to see. Um, The the home of Jane Austen, Mm -hmm. uh, who wrote uh, Pride and Prejudice, just has this little English village vibe but still has all the stuff that you want to make it nice and convenient and a great place to be
0: yeah and some of our favorite parts of it really were um, well walking around and seeing you know how charming it was but then also um, going into little places like the pub we went to at lunch yeah we just We, I mean, Yelp is amazing. You know, we're in living such a great time where we can look up all kinds of things like that on Yelp. And we had a, we had a plan with AT and T where, um, if we turned on our phones and used them while we were overseas, then we could it cost us ten bucks a day. But we felt like that was worth it, um, for how long we were going to be on our trip. But um, because it wasn't the longest trip in the world, it was was pretty feasible. But um, yeah, so I remember finding this little place a little pub I want I want to say it's like a little red pub Mm -hmm. and it was tiny 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 on the inside yeah um and just packed with people which we knew was a good sign yes so (laughs) we're like okay that looks good um and we got we ordered fish and chips both of us did Mm -hmm. um and I they were the best I've ever had and um the biggest uh, biggest portions I've ever had
1: yeah it was really good I I knew that fish and chips was one of the things that I was looking forward to about like going to England and like having and doing that sort of like local food experience and having it in that pub was great like a huge fillet of fish the fries were great like all of it was really really good and just super charming to be in this little pub where everybody's there just having a good time and just having like a nice lunch
0: yeah it really felt like um a lot more locals too. I'm not sure if that's true, but it felt a little it had, like it had a little more of a local vibe in that specific place. Yeah,
1: um, it was a little off the beaten path, um, but still like.
0: And it was just so tiny. I did. It didn't feel like it was accommodating tourists really. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. I mean, the fish that we got was like a huge. Each of us got just one single giant fish that had been (laughs) like one huge filet. And then um, you ordered us a pitcher of Pimm's cup, which was really smart um, and very English of you.
1: Well, they had special going. So uh, yeah, the pitcher of uh, Pimm's cup and was, is a great drink. If you've never had it, uh, you should definitely try it, especially over there. Like Pimm's is, is an English uh, alcohol, like a liquor, and that is sort of the base for this drink and it's a lot like like an iced tea with lime and lemon and pims in it like really refreshing especially for a summer day and they were selling it by the pitcher so right i mean it was just a good deal really it's it was, just being smart it was with our just money.
0: being smart with our money it made the rest of the day even better <laughs> <laughs> it was great um Gosh, what else did we do? We walked around um, to see everything, including the really iconic bridge that yeah. um, a lot of people will recognize from movies like Les Miserables. Um, it's got these iconic arches and these um, this, this fountain within the river itself that's really pretty cool. And um, the thing that I loved about it, and I didn't know I was going to see, was there's a labyrinth on one side of the bridge, and it's kind of hidden, tucked away um. Maybe near some uh, a cafe or so, or something, but um, it's uh, pretty private. And I am such a fan of labyrinths. I love them and have um, loved to see them a little bit across America. But the ones across Europe are, you know, really just cool because they're so um, they're so so old. And um, uh, if you you're not familiar with labyrinths, they're really like um, they look like a maze. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're really just it's just a um, a walking path that is um, tightly woven within a circle. So every labyrinth is in the shape of a circle and it's you just follow, you you follow your path until you get to the, and you wind and wind and wind until you get to the center of the circle and then you wind your way back out. And a lot of people um, they um, pray while they're walking a labyrinth. Mm-hmm. They might ponder their life um, and kind of reflect on things. Um, it's a great um, a great opportunity to just um, stop and think about your life. And um, I've seen a, yeah. lot of, a, a lot of them outside of hospitals, too, um, here in America, which um, is interesting and I could imagine would be really um, comforting for people as they're praying for their loved ones in the hospital to be right. walking a labyrinth.
1: When you sort of, you incorporate that movement
0: into mm-hmm.
1: whether you're praying or thinking or meditating, like you incorporate that movement in your whole body is sort of doing something and yeah I think there's something to that like it just engages you differently
0: yeah and walking we know that walking um stimulates our brain right? right and so all of that so it's giving you that opportunity almost to problem solve I feel like I've heard someone describe it to me that way that they felt like they problem solved when they would walk a labyrinth and um
1: oh, that's a great thing to do for right. one and that one was so Interesting, too, because you sort of like you come down from this bridge and there's those like set of waterfalls, those arched waterfalls that everybody's kind of taking pictures of. And you're up at that street level where everything is and there's sort of traffic and people and like tourists and all that. But you come down a level down to the level of the river, which is where that labyrinth is. Mm -hmm. And you sort of remove yourself from all of that busyness and the hustle and bustle. And everybody down there is either walking the labyrinth or they're just sitting and reading or watching the river and you can hear the waterfall. And that waterfall sound kind of drowns out everything that you've kind of just left up top. Yeah. So you come down into it and it's just this really cool place to be, a, a great place to go. Like you said, problem solve, pray, meditate, Just take a minute to clear your head, which is so much of what travel is about, like removing yourself from your everyday so that you have space to recalibrate or come up with something new or problem solve or just let your mind rest
0: right and Yeah,
1: it was a perfect place to do that
0: yeah and um you really pointed out something specific about bath too that um about that bridge is that um when you come back up from the labyrinth and you're on the bridge itself it is really charming but surprisingly active i know a lot of us have seen the the bridge in photos and it looks very stoic. It looks very, you don't see a lot of people. You don't see any activity. And what you don't realize is behind the walls of the bridge is actually shops yeah. and little bakeries and eateries and boutiques and all these things happening. And there's a road with sidewalks and all kinds of stuff. And so um, it's actually pretty lively. Um, bridge. I, I know a lot of bridges, it's just literally a road going over a river. This is so much more than that. It's, yeah. it's shops and, you know, people on foot and all kinds of activities happening on the bridge over the river.
1: That's a great thing to point out because you're you're right in those pictures. You see like, oh, the bridge and like, oh, there's some kind of windows there or something. Right, yeah. You don't really recognize. Oh, those are shops, like local something, places yeah. where you can pop in and see something from a local artist or someone who makes clothes or and they're in there in their shops yeah like selling their stuff and you can interact with them like it, yeah it's really cool
0: yeah it really is um but then we made our way around um around bath a little bit more and what we weren't expecting was how much we would love bath abbey
1: we wanted to break in and tell you about something that you need to remember no matter what kind of trip you're on water being hydrated will help you enjoy the journey, no matter what kind of journey it is, but it's so easy to forget. So set a goal for yourself and start early. A couple of glasses of water before you start your day will help you get over that lag and into your experiences. What do you wanna share that will make travel better? Contact us and we can promote it here. Yeah, I thought Bath Abbey was really cool. Like you said, before going, we had done research, and we knew about the waterfalls and the bridge, and we knew about the spas mm-hmm. and things like that. And all all of those definitely delivered. But really, we just saw Bath Abbey as, you know, this hey, that really big building over there, like, that looks really old and yeah. cool, what's that? So we walk over and check it out. I think we had to, like, to go inside, which it's worth just walking by. Like, if you can't make it there when it's open, like it's worth just going by. It's a beautiful building, um, a cathedral basically, but Bath Abbey and for a donation, you can go inside. We went inside and as you walk in, you walk through these doors and there's this basket weave ceiling and the architecture is just amazing with these huge tall columns and all of these windows and stained glass at the top. So all of this light is flooding in.
0: Yeah, that's, and that's really different than a lot of um, cathedrals.
1: Yes, yeah. It wasn't it's nearly as well dark. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it was so light and bright and yeah. just inviting. And you see and you, you automatically just look up. Right. And you see all of this and, and you really you kind of make your way into it a little bit and see it. And then you begin to recognize that the lower probably like 10 feet of the walls... And all of the floor are tombstones. Yeah. And it's this crazy, to me, it was this crazy contrast of this bright and light and picturesque and beautiful to this way more somber uh, element of the tombstones. And you look and you see all these people that this Abbey was like a part of their life. Like they were from this area and this was ingrained in them and their families and and their final resting place is here in this abbey. Mm -hmm. And it was just so incredible to take in and to see so many, so many tombstones laid out on the floor. It's literally the whole floor everywhere you walk, just tombstones and tombstones and tombstones that you're walking over of the people that had called this place home and made their life there for so, so long. It was an incredible thing to take in, especially since it wasn't a top build thing. When you think of Bath and the places, I mean, we had done research and didn't know about it and definitely do all the other things, but make time to do that. I think so many, uh, or at least I've heard a lot of people take day tours of Bath from Mm -hmm. London Which is better than not going at all, but I would say go and stay.
0: Yeah, yeah, for a lot of reasons, for the cathedral and the abbey, but then Mm -hmm. also, um, you know, you can really enjoy your spa day a little bit more when you have a little bit more time. And then that is the next thing that we did is Mm -hmm. we went on to the thermé bath bath spa, um, where we got massages. Um, is a really, I mean, I did, I think that I might've picked the most posh spa. I was like pretty pumped about it. (laughs) (laughs) and I was definitely in like massage mode with every time, every time we would go on vacation, I wanted us to get massages at the time. But, um, uh, there was a heated rooftop pool where we got to enjoy, Enjoy ourselves after our massage. And there's all these different layers um, and floors that you had access to. And so there's an indoor pool and the rooftop pool and, and the heated pool up at, on the roof was really, really cool. Definitely um, the selling point for that spa, just because you're sitting there And it's a little chilly outside, but it doesn't matter because you're in this, you know, naturally heated pool with these natural bath springs, you know, and, um... And then you get to look out over this beautiful um, little village and um, the lush countryside. And it was really um, a great experience. And um, you could spend pretty much the whole day there if you wanted to, um, just enjoying your spa day.
1: You really could. I mean, we went in and there's a pool on the first floor that's sort of this indoor pool and just kind of a regular pool. But it was nice. Like we hung out there for a little bit. Then we went up to another level and got our massages. Like we did a couples massage there. That was great. Like really good massage. And they have all of the options that you can think of to choose from of what you might want to do massage wise. Then there was another level with saunas that we didn't actually even go to. Oh, right. And then on the rooftop, you have the heated pool that overlooks the city. And that was a really cool thing to do as well. Like, like you said, you're overlooking the village. You can kind of see everything from up there because it is just a small village. There's not a, a lot of buildings to block your view. And we hung out there like a lot longer than I thought we would. Like going to the spa, I was kind of like, sure, yeah, we'll go get a massage. But it was so much more than that there. And getting to experience it, a pool full of people up on the rooftop hanging out and and looking out over the city are super relaxing way to spend your day, especially if you've been on the go for a while, which we had, like, you know, we'd been in London for a while and it's kind of go, 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 go. Then you wind up there and you're able to really sort of unwind and just take a day to, to chill out and be pampered a little bit. It was really nice. And we went from, The spa we went back to, our Airbnb got cleaned up, and we went out to dinner. I don't know if you remember, but we went to a place called Bill's. Yeah. And you had found it, and you were like, we have to go to this place called Bill's. And I'm thinking...
0: I love Yelp. Oh, my gosh. That's (laughs) great.
1: But it, I mean, it's a really good point. I, I feel like you do such an awesome job of finding those good places where I'm a little more like... I don't know, rudimentary and like, oh, we'll just find a place to eat. That place over there looks they have food that looks fine. But you're like, no, let's put a little time into it, a little thought into it. And you find us these really great places. When I heard the name Bill's, I was thinking like, (laughs) okay, like this is going to be
0: another American diner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I expected the food to be good, but I thought it would be like a little hole in the wall, like. A greasy spoon kind of place, but it was this really charming little restaurant.
0: It was,
1: and looked like an old, um, what would you call, it? like a general store or something like that. Yeah. It had stuff on the walls and you could like buy, shelves you could buy jams and
0: jams and different little things that they made themselves.
1: Exactly, and that stuff was everywhere. And then, so a general store with just like tables in it, and the food was excellent. Was really good. I think everything that we ordered. Everything that all the tables around us ordered looked really, so really good. good. Yeah. The cocktails were phenomenal. The
0: cocktails were really great. Yeah, yeah. Great.
1: And so like definitely if you're if you're in Bath, hit up Bill's and eat some food. Order whatever looks good to you off the menu and it'll be really probably good. gonna be good. Yeah. yeah. It was a great place to go. Um again, sort of in the heart of the city very walkable from if you're doing any of the main attractions there, you can walk right to it. Great spot to be. And then after that, we went to the Canary Gin Bar.
0: Oh my gosh. I love this place. So cool.
1: Yeah, it was it was excellent. They do their own takes on gins, like their own infusions and things like that. Long list of really great cocktails. Yeah. Everything we had there was amazing. Sort of this split level place where... We went in. I think at the beginning we went down to like the lower level, and had a couple of drinks down there, and then like maybe one more up at the top. And small, a small enough place that in a like in a gin bar like that, that's small enough, people start chatting and you meet people, and and if you're willing to hang out there for a little bit, I feel like you could make some friends and, and have a great night.
0: I yeah. Think. And there was the staircase that took you up to some other level. And I don't think we ever got to go there, but, um, it just, it was a really cool place. Um, it was also dark and raining outside. So it was super fun to be somewhere that felt cozy and charming. Yeah. And, um, and I'm telling you, if you think you don't like Jen, um, I would venture to say you may not have had a very good gin cocktail. And Mm -hmm. if you're in England, you should definitely try some gin cocktails because if you go somewhere where, and, and don't ask for a gin drink, you know, at a pub, like go somewhere, you know, to a restaurant or someplace where you can get, um, a really nice, um, cocktail, but, oh man, gin, gin cocktails are the way to go in England from my perspective.
1: Yeah. They do it really well there. A lot of places had really good ones, but this place, definitely had it like on lock yeah it was you could go there i would agree with you if if you find yourself there and you're like "Ah, i'm not a gin person go to the canary find something on the menu that has a gin base that you feel like you would like the other ingredients and just try it yeah and i think you'll turn around on
0: it yeah for sure for sure and then um the next day we um mustered up our energy and um i actually had slept really well on the train right (laughs) that's right you got your good nap so i got me a good bath in had a little extra sleep so i got up and went for a run And um, I'm so glad that I did. I got to see some of the other stuff that we had just um, been so slammed for time. We hadn't got to see. um, And it it rained on me a little bit. It was like sprinkled a little, but it was just perfect. It was, um, again, super charming. Um, But I got to see the Royal Crescent, which is... some buildings that kind of create this um, this huge arch, and it has this massive lawn. Also, very famous for and um, seen in a lot of movies, mm-hmm. and um, and that was really cool to get to stop, um, and that was kind of like where I rested, you know, and halfway through my run, and um, and just got to. Um, See what that was all about, and um, it was very quiet. It was, you know, earlier in the morning, and then just the process of running back to our Airbnb, um, which was super cool. Airbnb, by the yeah, way, yeah, it was great. Loved it. Lots of great options in Bath.
1: There really is like a so lot. So
0: many great options. Um, but as I was running back, I just got to see the fun, different things about english life um like i remember um running down the street of this little neighborhood and seeing fresh milk in bottles being sat outside someone's door and just watching somebody deliver milk to the to a front door in glasses was just like just blew my mind it was just so cute um so that was just part of my little run
1: yeah i will say that i wish that my own personal fomo had kicked in a little harder (laughs) that morning because i decided to just sleep in and like stay in bed while you went for your run (laughs) and like you came back with all these great pictures and all this stuff and we had such a short time in bath anyway we did that i like i still am like i should have got up and gone for
0: a was, but we packed a lot in i don't even think we mentioned like we had ice cream in the little ice cream shop across from uh-huh. our uh, our airbnb and um yeah it was it was a really charming little place but it really did wrap up that morning um we um went to eat at the thoughtful bread company which yes. was yep. a place i had been eyeing for a while on yelp and um And it was great, but it was very tiny and very much of a grab and go kind of place. So we just kind of grabbed a croissant and some coffee. Yeah,
1: I think we were expecting more of a like go in and and eat there sort of thing. But it, it really was like order your stuff and then and then go like there's no seating like it.
0: Right, minimal seating. Yeah, yeah. It was very, very little. But so
1: good. It was great.
0: Right. But that was really... um, We kind of had to wrap it up because we had somewhere else to be that day.
1: Right, yeah. We were headed out of town and we had to get there quick. Like, the next place that we were going is actually Houghton Tower. Yeah. Which is in a coming episode. So you'll definitely want to subscribe so that you get notified when that one releases. Yeah. But it was... um, it was a place where we had to go and we're actually, we stayed there at the, Hout- at Houghton Tower, which meant that we had to make it there by a certain time or everyone was going to leave and no one would be there to let us in. So if we were staying somewhere, like we had to make it there. We
0: were the only guests staying yeah. at Houghton Tower <laughs> that night and 5 p.m. was the cutoff time.
1: Yeah. We had to be there and we had several hours of driving, which we're driving in England. So being from America the steering wheel's on the wrong side of the car, you're driving on the wrong side of the road, you're looking for all kinds of different stuff. So we had to go like rent a car. Right. Cuz we're driving ourselves, you were doing the driving. Mhm. So we had to get out of Bath. Yeah. And we I remember looking and the rental car place was like a mile and a half, maybe 2 miles from where we were staying. And
0: which didn't seem like much.
1: Right. It's After being
0: in London and walking around Bath.
1: And it's sort of right on that border of like, do you get a cab? Do you not get a cab? Right. And we figured at like in the morning in Bath, which is kind of a smaller place, it'd probably be harder to get a cab or or another kind of lift or system of of moving us. And so we're just going to walk it, which we way overpacked. For, for this particular trip. So we both had like a backpack and a duffel bag, and we like schlep it what I feel like was forever uphill the whole way <laughs> to this like
0: three feet of snow. Yeah,
1: no, this kidding. rental car in the mountains um, place that we made it to. And we finally get there, and we had reserved our car well, well, well in advance. Because we knew like, okay, steering wheel, wrong side of the car, driving the wrong side of the road, looking in a, in a foreign country, we can, we can handle that. Right. But you throw standard on the wrong side into the mix. Like that becomes a little much Yeah. because you can, like, you can drive a stick. You've had cars that are standard. And so like, that's not a problem, but you shift it all where you've got wrong feet, you're using the wrong hand and you're driving on the wrong side of the road like we it's we a didn't much. yeah, we didn't want to have to navigate all of that. Yeah. So, we reserve an automatic transmission. We make it to Hertz and they're like, "Well, we don't have the car you reserve, but we have one of the same class." And we're like, "Well, we And they re- were
0: very pleased with themselves <laughs> Right. Like,
1: "Hey, we we don't have your car, but we have a car."
0: Right.
1: And it was like, "Well, that doesn't really work for us. We need the car that we reserved. Like, well, you know, we, we don't have it. It's like, well, that's not an option. You right. like, you got to find this one. And so they did some calling and we were there for probably 20, 30 minutes before they finally were like, okay, we found a car for you. That's going to be turned in this morning in like the next city. And so once it gets turned in, then we're going to bring it here and you'll be able to take it. And so we're like, well, how long is this gonna take? And keep in mind, like, we have somewhere that we have to be. And we had planned, like, okay, well, we'll give ourselves a little bit of time, but we're kind of encroaching upon our like
0: yeah, our hours away
1: window. And they told us, okay, well, it's gonna be probably two hours. So we at that point didn't really have much option. Yeah. We leave our bags there. That hurts. And we go walking around. We walk through some neighborhoods and park. I'm sure people were, like, calling the authorities about, like, the strange people wandering, (laughs) like, wandering the neighborhood for some reason. And we find this little, like, corner cafe. And we go in there. And we're like, well, I guess we'll, like, have a cup of coffee and eat out of boredom again. Yeah. So we do that wait and wait and wait, read it, like read the local newspaper. Finally, um, we wait as long as we possibly could go back to Hertz and wait some more while we're there. They bring the car in and they're like, okay, well let us get it cleaned up. And I was like, no, 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 don't get it cleaned up. Just let us put our bags in this car and drive out of here. Like we have to go. And we finally, finally, were able to get out of there. And it was like a little nerve wracking at at first because everywhere that you naturally look, if you're used to driving in America, everywhere that you naturally look like you're looking somewhere else and you were having to do the driving. You did an awesome job. Like it, it was great. There was never any like scary moments or anything, but everything you're looking for, the nomenclature is a little different on all the signage. Everything is a roundabout, and you're trying to decide, like, okay, we need to take the third option to exit the roundabout, and you're going left.
0: Yeah, and you had to be, like, equally involved, which is not something... That you necessarily experience in America, the other person can usually do whatever they want. Oh no, I needed you to be watching every single <laughs> like, how many more miles? Like, where do I turn? How you know at what point in this roundabout you know? And um, so yeah, it was uh, it was pretty. Yeah,
1: there were a few engaging. roundabouts that I let you down, and it was like, oh, that was it. So we just like circle just it again, keep just keep like just stay on the ride yeah. until okay, there we go. But. It was uh, it was definitely an experience, but yeah, one that was fun. Like even though mm-hmm. even though it was intimidating, and at first you're like, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah,
0: and the time crunch made it less fun because right. it felt like there was no room for error in an in a setting where we needed room for error because we yeah. just didn't know what to expect. Um, but would totally do the whole you know driving in england again plan on it looking forward to it and um definitely would encourage other people you're as qualified as anybody right you know like you know how to drive so like it just go it's just gonna feel a little bit different and pretty soon you get used to it pretty quickly um so it's definitely nothing to shy away from um but uh yeah we'll we'll hit on a little more of the adventures that we had that day though Right.
1: Car. Yeah. You'll definitely get to hear more about it. I will say if you are riding in the passenger side of a right hand side drive car, your brake instinct will still be there. So every time you see a car coming, you're hitting the the non-existent brake that's over <laughs> there. My legs were tired by the end of the day. From that's like, funny
0: that's hilarious well guys that's just a little taste of what england was like for us we've got more coming with houghton tower in the next episode so thank you for joining us for this episode of the travel Fomo podcast we thought bath was so charming um can't even put it into words so you're going to want to check out our pictures because that'll really help convey what it is that we're trying to say about bath Um, but we're curious to know what is the most charming place that you've traveled to post some of those photos tag us on social media you'll find us on instagram facebook TikTok, and youtube and that is where we'll be sharing these photos and, and other photos and videos from our own adventures and i'm pretty sure jamin we've got a photo of that huge fish fillet that we had with our fish and chips
1: oh yeah we so, definitely got to get that out if we we'll have that, that we there. definitely yeah it.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Well, as I mentioned, our next adventure in Across the Pond Season will take us to Houghton Tower, the castle that has been in my distant family for the last thousand years. So really cool experience for me, Um, something that was just incredible. Ended up being one of my favorite places in the world, Um, a great experience that we're super excited to tell you about.
0: Yeah, oh my goodness, such a personal experience too. When you tie travel to your family history and you really link that all together, it just becomes this really magical thing. Um, So can't wait to share that episode with everyone. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Travel FOMO podcast from wherever you're listening. And then you can also visit TravelFOMOpodcast.com to learn a little bit more about us. And in the meantime, remember that life is short
1: wander well.